It's the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show Podcast, presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte, the premier custom printing, marketing, and signage company located in the heart of Charlotte. Visit alphagraphicssouthcharlotte.com. Here's your host, Phil Constantino. Our guest today is 11th year Gardner-Webb head men's basketball coach, Tim Kraft. Thank you for joining us here on the Coaches Show podcast. It's presented by our friends at Alpha Graphics South Charlotte. Family owned and operated for over 25 years, Alpha Graphics South Charlotte has been the premier printing company and design solutions serving the Charlotte market. Owner and operator Rich Shepler brings over 35 years of industry experience to the table and his team of marketing and communications experts can help you expand your brand. Visit alphagraphicsouthcharlotte.com. That's alphagraphicsouthcharlotte.com or call 704-849-9292. That's 704-849-9292. Welcome back to the program, Coach Kraft. And should I add, after yesterday's surprise news out of North Charleston, South Carolina, with Barclay Radabaugh stepping down, you are now the longest-tenured head coach in the Big South. Oh, wow. I didn't didn't think about it like that. Um, Feel old? Uh, well, um, now I do <laughs> 11 years as a head coach. What have you learned in 11 years? Well, that's a, that's a hard question to answer in a, a what, 10, 15 minute podcast. We uh, have time. That, that could take a long time, but, um, you know, I, I think try just trying to be, to be grateful, uh, for the opportunities that you have. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm working on that you know, daily. I, I think, uh, as people, uh, we, a lot of times we, we get frustrated with, with whatever's going about our day, you know, for, as a coach, it might be, um, you're frustrated with your players or you're frustrated with, um, you know, uh, something with your, uh, you know, administration or your resources or, or whatever, you know, there's just, you're always kind of as, as humans, that's something that we 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 do a lot, and um, you know I'm you know trying to be thankful and grateful for the things that that we have and the opportunities that we have. And, and Gardner Webb has been a a just a amazing opportunity for me um, to 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 grow as a head coach. Um, it's been uh, a, a place where we've just made a ton of mem- memories. Uh, with players that I love and care about deeply. Um, it's a place where uh, we've made just built great relationships with uh, coaches that we've coached and or coaches that have been on my staff, uh, grad assistants that have come through the program. Um, uh, you know, my, it's been Bo- Boiling Springs. Shelby has been uh, an amazing place for my family uh, as my kids have kind of, you know, grown up here. Um my son was a baby when we moved here, and now he's ten, and um, this is kind of all they know. Yeah. Uh, my my daughter's a junior in high school, and um, you know they, it's been it's been it's been such a a a blessing for me and my family to be at Gardner Webb for the last eleven years, and you know I just think as a head coach, as a leader, sometimes you, you know, you have a tendency to to look at the things you don't have and. Man, this has been this has been just a, a great ride so far. We're hoping that it'll be 
a lot more years with a lot more memories and a lot more uh, excitement for Gardner Webb fans here in the future. And um, and uh, you know, so that's one thing. That's 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 one thing that yeah. that's not really as a coach, but just kind of reflecting back on eleven years. That that's an area that uh, I've tried to get better at. But it's not an easy job. We were remarking when we sat down to record this. This job in athletics, it's not for everybody. Right. The other day you told me you wake up at 3 a.m. Is this true? It's not every day that I do that. But but uh, there's days that I do that. Certain days where, um, where especially like Mondays is a day, well, I usually wake up at 3 or 3.30. Uh, today I woke up at 3.30. Um, so it's not every day. It's like, uh, the days that I have a lot, a lot of film to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, that, that's because, and, and everybody works hard as a, co- you know, all coaches work hard. So it's my rhythm to my day. There's a lot of guys that stay in the office to 11 at night and guys that watch film late at night. Uh, that's not the rhythm of my day. I, I, I'm a morning person. Um, when I leave, uh, for practice, when I, after practice, after we're done here at the office, you know, six o'clock, I go home and I, I, I more just focus on my family and then I go to bed pretty early. So then I can wake up really early and, and, and then, you know, get, you know, a couple hours of work, uh, started before I even come into the office. So this time of the year, late November, early December, we're eight games into the season. What does an average day look like start to finish and see if you can uh, give us some time codes as well for Tim Craft. What does an <laughs> average day look like? Uh, well, it's kind of a rhythm to the week when when you start, like like this week, uh, we play Wednesday, Saturday. Yeah, which is your normal kind once of normal you get in the conference, conference play. Yeah. yeah. So, like, when you think about the week, like for me on Sundays, like – like that Sunday is a really important day for me. Like my faith is really important to me. I believe that that Sunday is the Lord's day. Mm-hmm. And so so I try to rest my family we're in church. I don't do a lot of stuff basketball related on Sunday. It's usually our day off. So so you know because of that, that's part of the reason why I got to you know I wake up at 3 on Monday morning. You know, there's other guy other you know a lot of people are you're working hard on Sunday to prepare for Monday I don't so that that's why I got to get the early wake-up call but I would think that gives yeah. you a little balance in your life it does. you can't go 24 7 tell you what, basketball all the time it does and I believe that's why God created the the Sabbath day like because we need rest and and he created us that way so um I truly believe that and and I'm 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 really strict with that and and for for our whole family um, um, so, so Mondays, like, uh, you know, I'll wake up at three, uh, I have my quiet time, uh, pray and, and read the Bible for, um, you know, kind of how, however long I feel like I need to do it. That might be 30 minutes, uh, it might be 45 minutes, some days, maybe an hour. Um, and then I start to get into the film or, you know, um, watching whatever I need to watch, uh, on us. That might be things from the last game. That might be things from the last practice, um, and and then watching, uh, prepping for our opponent. So trying to watch as much film of, of our opponent's last few games. Um, our coaching staff they they already have they've already watched a lot of the film on the opponent. Uh, so Monday I'm I'm like catching up on that, um, and um, I work you know, so you know what it might be from four to. Um, basically six 
6.45 or so. And then I scramble real fast, get dressed, grab some whatever's in the fridge for my lunch, and and uh, take my boys to school. So my daughters are driving to school now, uh, but I take my boys to school at, at 7 o'clock. We leave at 7, um, drop them off. I'm usually here in the office by 7.30 and then just kind of pick up where I left off. And, um, and that's, uh, you know, finishing some film, that's uh, preparing the practice plan, that's meeting with our coaches on the areas that they're responsible for. Adam Bullard is our defensive coordinator, so kind of meeting with Adam on our defensive game plan, meeting with uh, Coach Luther on our uh, offensive game plan, and then meeting with Coach Brown. He's kind of with us with, with Coach Bullard because he's he's he does all the work on the personnel tendencies. So we're kind of collectively – uh, figuring out how we want to play, how we want to guard these guys, what are the things we need to work on offensively uh, on Monday and Tuesday. Um, and so so that's kind of a day. You know, Tuesday is trying to, you know, maybe watch a little more film that uh, of the opponent. Um, um, uh, you know, I, I guess as you move through the day, you're moving through lunch and you're just kind of getting your practice plan ready, making sure everybody's on the same page. Might have to meet with a couple players here and there if there's some things we need to just communicate about and make sure we're all on the same page. And, um, you know, uh, I guess uh, our practice usually starts. Uh, we're, we're just kind of building to, to get our practice plan ready, and practice usually starts uh, about 3 o'clock. Uh, guys lift. Uh, weights on most days, three days a week. Um, we might have a meeting before practice where we, so there's a few, uh, you know, 30 minutes of film, uh, 15 minutes of film we need to watch, and we go practice for uh, anywhere from an hour to two hours, uh, whatever, depending on where we are with the week, and um, might have a little more film after. And, and uh, So you're on your feet, home. literally, from... I guess you said you leave the house around 7, take the boys to school. You're on your feet from 7 to 6 every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're moving. Yeah. We're you moving. ever forget to eat lunch? This happens well, to me working in, in yeah. media, in yeah. athletics. It happens a lot. Especially <laughs> especially crossover season, November, yeah. when we're worrying about yeah. football, basketball, fall sports, winter oh, yeah. sports. You you literally forget to eat yeah. lunch some days. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. It happens <laughs> you a lot. You don't realize I, it. I, I, I bring my lunch. <laughs> I br- I'm a, br- I'm a pack, pack my own lunch guy, okay. kind of guy. Um, I'm just, uh, when I, my, you know, my mom, my dad are, were really frugal, uh, just, uh, <laughs> you know, money savers. And so I always brought my lunch to school and, and we do that with our kids now. And I, I pack my lunch and coach Lebo, I used to work for coach Lebo, you know, is at North Carolina now. And he always, he always makes fun of me when he calls me, he's like, what are you doing? Are you eating like a week old peanut butter and jelly? Uh, sandwich um, uh, because uh, you know I do I bring my lunch um, um, what's the go-to lunch you grab out of the fridge peanut butter and jelly well I don't eat peanut butter and jelly anymore I used to I don't eat that anymore because I try to stay away from the bread and the carbs and try to eat healthier and you're like 150 <laughs> pounds and yeah well you gotta keep yeah, I try to keep it that way you know it's more about the energy level you know it's more about like feeling good and and maintaining an, an energy level and the older I get the worse I eat the worse I feel so trying to mm-hmm. eat well but um, I, I just I throw whatever I can find into the fridge uh, in my lunch bag whatever <laughs> leftovers are there so you know a lot of times leftovers from the night before uh, we always try to cook more than we're going to eat so I can <laughs> have it for lunch uh, throughout the week uh, I, you know, it, it, it'll be some type of protein, whatever's in there. Then it's a bunch of a handful of those baby carrots, 
um, uh, uh, an apple usually, maybe some celery. Um, I might have like some almonds, like a, a bunch of almonds, like in my pocket or something, you know, to snack on. Uh, but that's that's kind of like my lunch, and it, and it does happen. You forget to eat lunch, you're running around, and then it's like you know one, two o'clock, and you're like, oh, I got this down here, and you start eating it while. But I kind of eat while I work, and um, you know that's that that's just that's the way I do it. I think for me, having observed coaches and now been behind the scenes with your program for four seasons now. What stands out to me is that you can almost never turn it off. Your opponents are always scheming to try and beat you, mm-hmm. whether it be the X's and O's for the game, whether it be in recruiting during the offseason. Sure. 24-7, 12 months out of the year. You can almost never turn it off. That's right. How do you compartmentalize, I guess, the anxiety of that? Mm-hmm. Well, Again, a job yeah, that's not yeah. for everybody. Well, you asked, you know, you, you started to question with what have I learned in 11 years? And, and my mind just kind of went to that, trying to be grateful. And, um, but, but, but I think, I think uh, dealing with the anxiety of, of um, you know, as all coaches put a lot of pressure on themselves. You know, I mean, and, and you feel it to me, and, and to me, I, f- I felt it more when I became a head coach than an assistant. And I felt it as an assistant, just like, hey, I, you know, you got to s- do whatever you got to do to trust within the rules, of course, to sign this player, you know, to have your scouting report perfect as an assistant, as a head coach, just like, you know, the, 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 the record, the results, how your team plays, it's all a reflection on your work, you know, and – and I, as a young head coach, I really felt that, uh, and, it, it, and it, it was hard for me to deal with, um, just kind of a fear of failure. Um, if my team's not ready to play well, um, that's basically all, you know, it's, it's on me. And, and it's not on all on me. we got a great staff. We've got, you know, it's a collective effort. But just in terms of uh, just a fear of failure, having my team not prepared enough, um, having a team that's not good enough to compete at the top of the league, um, like like early on in my coaching career, maybe the first five years just was uh, hard for me to deal with. And and at some point, I got to a point where um, you know I've been able to really just uh, kind of go back to my faith and kind of trust the Lord that hey, like you know all, all all this is this is just hey, let's give my absolute best effort. Um, let's, let's try to motivate all the people around me to give their absolute best effort and have fun doing it and have fun doing it. And, and, um, and, and then the results are the results. And, and as long as I try to do the best I can do, then I, I, I gotta be able to lay my head down at night and feel good about what we've done. Um, and, and, and know that, you know, in the end of the day, the results are the Lord's and, um, He's going to have us walk through seasons of success and, and seasons of failure, and um, we've got to learn how to uh, handle both of them. Um, but but the anxiety was a very difficult thing for me to deal with for about the first five years. Almost drove me out of the business, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, how close were you? I mean, uh, there was a year. Uh, we had a year here, and we had a really good team. And um, it was it was it was a year where I can vividly remember. Um, we were playing Campbell. This is kind of opening up a little bit, right, getting a little personal here. But we were playing Campbell, um, 
I know you love stories, so you probably don't mind, I guess. But um, we were playing Campbell and uh, on the road, and we were having a good season. We had a really good team. So it wasn't about our success or, or, or lack thereof. It was just the fear and the anxiety that I was putting on myself where I was on the phone with my dad. I was walking around the hotel at Campbell uh, outside basically asking him like, hey, can you just think think about what else I could do? <laughs> like all I've ever done is coach, but like I just don't want to do this anymore. I don't think it's healthy for me. Um, I don't think um, – I, I just – I don't like it anymore. I don't enjoy it, um, and, I, and I think I need to find a new profession. And um, that was kind of in the middle of the conference season as we made it through the year, and as I went through, uh, you know, I was praying about that a lot and those thoughts, and, and that, they, they kind of left, you know. But it, it, it was getting to a point where that, that's, that's where I was. I was thinking, like, I can't do this another year. Um, but by the time we got to the spring, I felt like I was in a much better place and kind of changed a little bit my habits. We talked about how early I get up. Part of that is, is creating space for myself to, to pray and meditate and, and just get my mind around uh, whatever's going on in life. And, um, and that's really helped me. That's helped me, um, and I just kind of organized my day differently. And it's, it's changed the way I feel about what I do. And now I've had a much more joy. I've just had uh, our teams, I think our players have enjoyed playing for me more. I think I've been a better guy to be around in the office. Um, it's made a big difference for me. Um, so that it, that's how I deal with the anxiety. It's helped me a lot. I think those Sundays are important for me, like the balance in your life, you know, where like you're right. I mean, there is no off season as a college coach. We're always doing something. We're recruiting. We're 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 uh, developing our players. Like they got stuff going on off the court all the time that we're helping them, you know, work through. And um, and 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 you know, so so you there is you can get a phone call anytime, any day. Uh, there is no off season, but but kind of carving out some space for yourself during the day to just kind of get your mind where it needs to be. And then, and then those Sundays for me um, have allowed you know me just to, I think to to coach and and be the best uh, leader that I can be for for my guys. I've heard young entertainers such as actors talk about something similar, and I, as a broadcaster uh, working in media in a very competitive field, um, have felt something similar. But tell me if this sums this up for you. As a young coach, maybe you have an anxiety that. If you're not coaching and improving, somebody else is. For yeah. me, as a young broadcaster, sure. if I wasn't in front of the TV practicing my craft and I wasn't calling a game somewhere, somebody else was doing that game for me instead. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I hit a certain point where I became established in my career, largely settled into this role here, where I was able to breathe. Mm-hmm. Does that sum it up? Yeah, I think I think I think I think that's well said in that comparison can be kind of a, an enemy hmm. to your joy, you know, and your and and your and your your contentment in life. And when I say contentment, that doesn't mean you're okay with being mediocre in athletics. Like you're not, right? Yeah. You're, you're competing to be the best. And but but I'm saying with your your situation, right? As an assistant coach, you're like looking around, trying to climb the coaching ladder, and like, hey, I got to get to the power five. I got to be a head coach by this this. Uh, age and you're looking around and saying, okay, what's this? This guy's getting this job. This guy's getting that job. When I 
and 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 as a head coach you can do the same thing you know you can look around and see like um you know this program is having this success and this guy's you know doing this and and uh you know that i think that comparison is just it's something that's that's worse uh probably for everybody in society right now because of social media and that good point and, and very and I, true I, very I, true i think our teenagers have a problem with that i think our players you know coaching our players on that that um how to focus on you and not get the anxiety just, from seeing other people yeah uh, who are largely only promoting their successes and yes. not their failures on social media. Yeah, just control what you can control. Yeah. Be the best version of yourself. Um, try to get better at, at, at what you can get better at. Be where your feet are. Um, you know, like, you know, that, I think that's the secret to, to you getting better as a player, as a person. Uh, but also being able to find joy and contentment in your life if you're constantly looking around at what everybody else is doing. It's just – it's uh, you know, it's not healthy. We could go on on this subject for hours. Um, we won't because I'm sure this is the first of many appearances this season on the Coaches Show podcast for you. Uh, but quickly, before we wrap up, one thought on this year's team, eight games in, according to Ken Palm, you have a schedule that is the 19th toughest in the country out of 360-plus Division One schools. Right. Uh, you've already played two top 25-ranked teams, Arkansas and Baylor, and played them pretty well on the road. You're 3-5 and five at this point of the season. I feel in my four years with you that this team has as much upside and potential as any of the four teams that I've been around. Uh, that would mean pretty much that this could be the best team, if true, since you went to the tournament in 2019. Uh, is that a, a realistic possibility, and how do you feel at this point in the year? Well, I think absolutely it's a realistic possibility. Um, um I'm glad you pointed out our, our, about our schedule and our strength of schedule, um, and and we ha- we have played a, a, a tough schedule, and and we've competed well in all the games. We would love to have a few more wins, um, and 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 uh, you know certainly the the one on Wednesday night, you know, and and Queens, I got a ton of respect for their program. They're good, uh, they're good, and uh, Coach Leonard does a does a great job, and and it's a it's a good great program. Um, but you know, a, a one possession loss there on the road, um, and, and so so you know, right now I, I do think we've got a lot of potential. I do really like our pieces and our players, and I think we can, we have the character uh, that can develop into being a, a really great team in our league. But we just got to focus on keep, continue to build. And um, you know, I, I really believe like losing the game on Wednesday uh, was a blessing for our team. To, 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 to look ourselves in the mirror and and recognize that, you know, when you give up 18 offensive rebounds, you don't deserve to win. And, you know, if, had we thrown in another shot, you know, made, made another three or they missed that last one and we went in in overtime, then, you know, maybe we don't, we don't look at that as hard. We'll probably talk about it, and, but maybe we don't uh, – we don't uh, – evaluate it and it doesn't hit home hard enough to our team to understand it like you got to earn division one wins and um you know you don't rebound well enough especially on the road um you don't handle that part of the game you didn't earn it we didn't earn it and um and we have to understand that so so i thought that was a blessing for us but all in all i do like our team um i think we've got uh i love our experience in the backcourt 
Um, we've got a collection of post players that just play really hard, and they're really bought into executing their role. Um, but you know, we've got some things we got to work through and continue to get better at, and uh, like everybody does at this point in the year. Next opponent is Saturday night at Paul Porter Arena. It's a 7 p.m. tip-off versus Western Carolina. GWUsports.com for tickets. That's GWUsports.com. TV will be on ESPN+. And, of course, you can listen to the game on the Running Bulldogs Sports Network, on the Varsity Network app, and ESPNCLT.com. Great discussion, Tim. We'll do it again soon. Let's do it. Hope everybody can get to the game uh, tomorrow night. Um, big time, big time opponent. Western is undefeated coming into the game, so it's going to be a, a, a great, great game, great challenge. Gardner Webb head coach Tim Kraft. Tim, thank you, thank you. Appreciate that it, does man. it for this edition of the Gardner Webb Coaches Show podcast, presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte. I'm Phil Constantino. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. The Gardner Webb Coaches Show podcast is a presentation of the Running Bulldogs Sports Network. Any reproduction, retransmission, or other use of this podcast without the express written consent of Gardner-Webb Athletics is strictly prohibited. Announcers are selected by Gardner-Webb University. You've been listening to the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show podcast presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte.